With current rising fuel prices all over the world and rising food prices, it turns out that the two may be linked. And according to Phil Edwards of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, average body mass index, BMI, in a population can be linked to climate change. His calculations are discussed in a letter to The Lancet, so I went to see him to find out just exactly how this could be. What we've done is we've modelled two uh, populations, one which is a population which has about around 3% of uh, obese, with a body mass index of over 30, and we have another population with around 40% obese. And um, these two distributions probably reflect what we had in uh, in the UK maybe 40 years ago and what we're likely to have in the next two or three years. So that was just our setting, but we wanted to quantify... Uh, very approximately the different demand for food calories that uh, we would see with a stable population with a BMI of around 24 and a half and a stable population BMI uh, of around 29. And what did you find? And we found that the the, the difference in uh, food energy requirements for those two populations was around 18%. And we've linked this to, to greenhouse gas emissions because we know that um, around a fifth of greenhouse gas emissions are due to agriculture and livestock. So food production is a a major part of greenhouse gas emissions. So you're saying that fat people eat more than thin people? Becoming overweight and becoming obese are likely to be driven by reductions in physical activity and increases in, in food consumption. Now that's one statistical finding that you've come up with, but you've also got findings about transport and the need for motor transportation. Yes, well we've we consulted with transport engineers on this about fuel consumption of vehicles based on the weight of the vehicle. And we were told that we could probably estimate the additional fuel consumption from an increase in one kilogram weight of of a passenger by uh, about 50% of the marginal increase in weight. So if an average car is around 1,600 kilograms, if the two occupants of the car have become five kilograms heavier each over a a number of years, the, the fuel consumption is going to increase just to get them from A to B. Now, these findings are extremely interesting, but what do they mean in practical terms? In practical terms, we all need to be aware of the the factors that are contributing to climate change, to greenhouse gas emissions. This is one piece in the overall picture of of, uh, the interrelationships of what we're doing, how we travel, and in terms of the amounts of food that that are being eaten, Food prices are related to oil prices because oil is a key input for, for agriculture via its, 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 its uh, use in manufacturing um, uh, fertilisers. And so as oil price goes up, then food prices go up. Now, what we're saying is that and the thrust of our letter in The Lancet was all around uh, policies to promote active transport to get people out of the car on short journeys and to walk or cycle. Some of our journeys could be transferred to bicycles and uh, to bike and walking. That would impact on oil prices. If we were all to move as a population, this would reduce oil prices through reduced demand on oil, and that would have an impact on food prices. Now, you've modelled an equivalent situation to the United Kingdom, but would this be true in other countries of the world? 
Well, it's interesting you said that because I was quite surprised at the, the, the shift to the right in the distribution of population BMI that is happening all over the world. And the WHO themselves have uh, recently announced that the uh, global, the number of uh, people obese with a BMI over 30 is, is projected to increase from around 300 million at the moment to around 700 million in the next 10 years. Um, so it's something which is happening globally in China and in, in uh, so in Asia and in South America and certainly in the developed world, we are all getting heavier. And this is having impacts in terms of, of transportation and in terms of food prices. I was talking with Phil Edwards, head of the Nutrition and Public Health Interventions Research Unit at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. For audio news from the London School, I'm Peter Goodwin.